What's up, YouTube? It's your boy, Angry Jackalope, Robert R. Ricks, and we got a very, 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 very interesting show tonight. What's up to the lovely Vixen? Kinette, hiya! What's up, us? Mitticus. 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 What's up? What's up, Garen? And what's up, Paula, 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 Lucky Lo? All right, so we got a lot of stuff to cover tonight, but, and there it is. The yakety yak. So let's go ahead and come closer. Come closer. Boom. There we go. All right. So I was uh, checking the mail today. And uh, this showed up in the mail. And let me get a good angle on it here. So you can see the. So this is a, uh, a bourbon or a whiskey glass. Uh, and I was kind of perplexed because I, I couldn't remember ordering this. I was like, this is fucking cool, but I don't remember ordering this. And I thought, maybe my kids ordered it. And then when I looky, looky, looky on the thing, because it was from Etsy. So I was like, hey. And then right when I opened it up on the inside, what whiskey will not cure? There is no cure for. Irish proverb, yakalope and vixen. So... Fucking thank you guys very much. That's fucking awesome blossom sauce. Like super fucking cool. Uh, and you changed the direction of where I was going to go for the evening. Because unbeknownst to you. Um, we were out and about. And I came across this shot glass. And I was like. I'm going to have to use this on a show. Because it's welcome to the shit show. Right. And I thought cool. And before I went out. And check the mail. I had some Sailor Jerry lined up. I had a little bit of the uh, the Kraken, right? I had some Kraken ready, some other shit, and then I got that. I'm like, well, come on now. I got I got a nice little whiskey glass. So I was like, well, I'm gonna break out some yum yums here. So what I'll do is I'll put there. Yep, Jameson. Gotta go with the Jameson. Jameson! And, uh... Ooh, you just want it before, don't you? Go ahead and pour, pour me a little bit. For the evening. There we go. Put that on down. Put the topper back on. Alright. So... We will do a little bit of uh, um, variation and everything else here. So, oh, what the, what the, what the, what the, what the, Polly Paul, dude, you don't have to keep doing that. I do fucking appreciate the shit out of that, but yeah, you don't have to do that. That's, that's fucking super, super duper fucking awesome. But yeah, that's craziness. All right. So my daughter, well, my adopted daughter, I guess. Uh, at her work, she works in a Chinese supermarket. She got me this Asian Coke called Laoshan. Laoshan Cola. So that's all. It's going to be part of the um, part of the show. And just like always, we have some munchy munchies. Um, I got some kind of a uh, Asian white chocolate Oreo deal, which I already know that's probably going to be really good. And then I got a couple of these little mystery deals that I'm not 
I'm not at all sure what the fuck they are. Uh, and I'm hoping. So there's this guy. It kind of feels like the little pop pop rocks type stuff, you know, like that. So I don't know. It's kind of got some hard crunchy crunches on the inside. So we'll see what's up with that. And, and we'll see if Pikachu is going to do me dirty. So there's some pure whatevers. I don't know. It's a tropical fruit and soda gummy. So, you know, we will try that also. And uh, if time permits and I'm willing, we will also try on the healthy side. Um, before opening, knead and squeeze uh, some of this. Wild Friends Classic Creamy Peanut Butter. I don't think this one's going to be all crazy like the shit I had last week because this just looks like it's just uh, roasted peanuts, salt, uh, sea salt. That's it. So these uh, tree nuts. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. I may or may not. Anyway. All right. Um, let's get this shit started. Uh, I guess what we'll do. Yeah, I was going to talk about that, uh, Garen. I was going to bring that up. Simicon in the motherfucking house. Yo, 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 what's good? All right. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. If you got in-laws visiting on a weekend, you might want to wear headphones or whatever so they don't hear this shit going bananas. Uh, I saw an ad for the for the uh, boys card game. Oh, that could be pretty cool. That could be pretty cool. All right. Zach says cheers, and he's cooking. All right. So let's, let's go ahead and toast to you lovely motherfuckers. Oh, wait. Let's get get it get it facing the right way there we go cheers mm. yes jameson all right i guess we'll <sighs> well before we get all into the shit show stuff let's do a little bit of this so i really am trying to help my buddy um Joshua, uh, get some more eyeballs, reading reviews and stuff like that, that he's got over on his thing. So I figured what I would do before everything got started, I'd hit the display, boom, jump over here and actually show you guys, uh, what you can expect when you go over here. So for example, uh, I think it was posted yesterday. This is a review on some shoes, right? And so you could already see like the photography is really good product, you know, shots are good. You know what I'm saying? You see really hard use testing the stuff. And then you got the specs and uh, of course the all important price point, you know, $440 uh, for some shoes. And so you're going to be like, hmm, that's a lot of fucking money to invest in some shoes. So you're going to want to actually know, you know, is this shit going to be able to handle can it handle what the fuck it needs to do? And so, boom, here's a full review. Here's the breakdown. Here it is in the field. Here it is the customer service, purpose built, blah, 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 blah. So, I just wanted to really quickly share that with you, good folks. And then we'll go ahead and come on back. Come on back. Come on back. Boom. So if you get a chance, go check out Knife and Gear Society. Good fucking guy. Oh yeah, that was a tracker knife. Yep, yep. Definitely a tracker knife sitting right over here. Tops, knives, 
you know, he's down. He's actually a knife designer, so he's got some knives that are, that Tops has put out, like the Cut 4.0 and stuff like that. All right, so enough with the uh, knife gear. Let's see. Oh, speaking of Tops, though, before uh, I'll, I'll say it again at the end, uh, I'm going to be on their, their uh, podcast on the uh, 29th, I'm supposed to, of this month, I'm supposed to hook up with them somehow. And uh, we'll be on a show with Leo Craig and the rest of those crazy fuckers. And uh, I just hope and pray that those those crazy some bitches are gonna be ready for me. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see what <laughs> we'll see what kind of shenanigans we can get in with the guys over tops. All right, so let's go ahead and start off with the news here. I get the I'm, I'm gonna get all the nasty shit out of the way first, uh, just because. Um, Let's see here. There is a Boker tracker that has just come out. Looks like a nice budget alternative to the Tops version. I might get one. Oh, that's cool. You see a lot of folks actually taking that that tracker design. Uh, there's a couple of guys on, I want to say, eBay. I want to say they're on eBay that uh, it's like iKnife or I like knife or something like that. I can't remember their name, but uh, I saw them a long time ago, and they do a lot of uh, one-offs of like popular designs, and so you'll see derivatives of that uh, tracker design all over the place. But uh, yeah, I remember I got one. Um, I remember I got one. Um, got three years ago, I think, and I got it and kind of tested it and whatnot. So. You know, uh, if you're on a budget, I guess that stuff can do for you. All right, let's go ahead and start talking about the Rony Rona. Rona, Rona. Um, I started realizing that the more I looked at the, the, the Rona, it reminded me more and more of a fucking mind flayer. And I, I kind of came up with that thought the other day. I was like, huh. So, obviously, last week we were talking about the Trumpster. I came down with it. There were some really, really weird, anomalistic things around that whole uh, fucking sickness thing. Um, because I watched the video of that one right there, and it was swaying. And it was really kind of bugging me when I saw the video. And even the very first uh, Twitter video, the one that we talked about last week, with the acoustics that were a little bit off and then that one you know I kind of like yeah it looks like he's he's not where they're saying he's at you know and then there was a car ride where you know he was waving and whatnot and there's a guy there's a guy that uh I don't like watching very often uh Marfugel News I don't really like Marv it's not like I don't like him like a person or anything. I just don't care for the format of the show. Um, it kind of comes across very fear-mongery. But, um, you know, to each their own. It's it's okay. But, to his credit, he had popped off a video that said he believes that the president was on a boat. And right when I saw that, I was like, yes, I agree with that. Because there's swaying that happens on that video that... It has to be on a boat. It has to be on a boat. And then, of course, you know, his riding around in a car or whatnot. 
some other folks that said a lot of these leaders uh, on the world stage will have uh, doubles. And if they're wearing a face mask, that makes it even easier, right? Or with technology as it is right now, uh, it could have been like a fucking Tupac hologram type shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of interesting. Um, and then, of course, he gets discharged and he stands he stands for the photo op and he tears the mask off so triumphantly like, I have defeated the Rona. I'm like, yeah, you defeated some shit that probably doesn't even really, probably doesn't really uh, exist the way they're saying it. There's so many anomalistic things around the Rona that it just still befuddles me. But anyway, let's keep going. So the... Uh, Vice President and um, uh, Biden's Vice President hopeful, uh, Harris, Pence and Harris, uh, had their debate. I couldn't muster the strength to watch it. I really couldn't. I can't watch any of these fucking things, really. But the funny thing was, the next day, I keep hearing about the fucking fly on homeboy's fucking hair, right? And there, And there's a lot of people making a big deal about it. Oh, you know, flyers of the devil and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I get that. I do. But, you know, it was exactly a year ago or four years ago where Hillary, during the debate, uh, had a fly that landed on her. And it's just funny that the opposing people just make a fucking mountain out of some bullshit. It's like it's a fucking fly, people. I can understand if, like, the fly dove in his head and started you know eating his brains and was like oh man so wasted wasted super fly you know some shit like that then i've been impressed but you know there's been tons of people you know uh the guy you're seeing right after pence here is bloomberg so you know bloomberg had one sitting on his fucking lip and obama had one it's just you know it's just silliness it's just silliness it really is you know people freaking out over really silly things so you know moving on uh, i think a lot of people are kind of anxious a lot of people are freaking out a little bit about uh um you know what's going on you know is the president sick he's not sick and then to make matters worse we have nancy pelosi coming out uh trying to get him <laughs> trying to get him booted out again because she's saying he's mentally unfit and she's trying to do, um, you know, 25th Amendment, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's it's retarded. But I did like the um, the image there that says she's cuckoo. <laughs> cuckoo. Cuckoo. So, you know, she's, it's craziness. It's silly. It's silly. You know, um... Let's see what some of you folks are saying. A zombie fly. Um, let's see here. Trump's speech struck me as odd. Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff that Trump's been saying lately that almost feels like coded messages. Not weird stuff, just coded. Just weird ways of referencing things. And I, I definitely think there's uh, things going on behind the scenes that none of us are privy to. And uh, so I, th I think it's kind of interesting. We'll see. Uh, let's see. It's all about misdirection to get you off the real story. Harris did not perform as they wanted. Yeah, you know, 
it's I had uh, a buddy of mine was watching it and he was kind of giving me the blow by blow uh, and I think even uh, uh, Medicus there was uh, giving me kind of a overview anytime a question was tossed in her direction that she didn't like she just kind of spoke about whatever and you know that's kind of kind of part of the course I mean nobody has to answer the question in fact you know Trump's pretty good at that as well questions asked and he won't give a straight answer and you know blah 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 um but you know whatever we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll see what the fuck happens with this whole this whole thing is is one big fucking retarded shit show it really is um i have some conspiratorial shit we can kind of talk about at a at either later on tonight or at another time where i definitely think um there's uh other stuff going on oh by the way happy 10 10 2020 um there's been some folks that have been fear-mongering that today was going to be the end of the world you know gotta love the uh the whole end of the world you know because of 10 10 2020 and i was like i get it new from a numeral uh numerology point of view 10 10 2020 is kind of an interesting thing right it's it's kind of a fun number but you know, whatever. It is what it is. Now, stuff that is uh, kind of fucking retarded um, is stuff that's going on with the uh, stimulus. So, you know, Nancy Pelosi keeps uh, playing games and, you know, the right keeps playing games. And these motherfuckers are just fucking around with people's lives. I mean, we're already looking at a, a shit ton of small businesses going belly up. We're already looking at a lot of people that are, are in dire straits. And, you know, every time they keep saying, hey, let's uh, do just a one bill or whatever just to take care of uh, some stuff, then it's, it's, it's not happening, right? And I'm like, come the fuck on. Are you serious? So Trump comes out. He hears some shit. He gets pissed. He starts trying to do the art of the deal. He says, fuck it. We're going to pull out. We're not going to negotiate anymore. We'll, we'll come back and negotiate after the election, which I'm like, dude, that's fucking suicide for you. Um, immediately after I win, we will pass a stimulus bill. It's like, uh, okay, that's, that's not going to help your cause. It's really not. And then, of course, he comes right back a few hours later with his famous tweeting, as he always does. Oh, we got to bail out the, the airlines and all this other shit. And then... He's talking to today. He was saying, you know, let's do more money, uh, you know, $1,200 per adult and then $1,000 per kid instead of $500 per kid uh, as opposed to a tax credit. And um, Pelosi comes back and fucking, you know, kicks that in the nuts and says, nope, no, we don't want to do that either. So, you know, I'm really, really losing any shred of hope that this shit's going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of a. Uh, kind of a shit show uh the other thing you know hurricane um oh what the fuck was its name i forgot anyway starts with a fucking d like dick uh hurricane dick dick just came tearing through fucking louisiana it was huge uh left about seven hundred thousand people there without power but it is out of the area now i've got a good friend of mine lives over in louisiana he was actually able to make me a phone call and talk and uh text me and whatnot so they have kind of made it through the worst of it, but yeah, there there's a lot of structural delta. Thank you very much, uh, Garen. Um, so 
there was a lot of um, damage, a lot of structural things, and a lot of water. Uh, so it'll be really interesting to see how many more of these we have uh, during the hurricane season. All right, so that's, you know, that's enough. Enough of this nasty news. Nasty, nasty news. Fuck that shit. Let's go ahead and talk about some other stuff that, um, that uh, I am a little bit more interested in talking about. So um, I was super duper thrilled to see uh, that The Expanse Season 5 I was I was kind of surprised by this. I didn't really think that I was going to see the expanse this year. I thought I thought for sure it was going to end up being uh, a 2021 type deal because uh, it was so quiet. Nobody had talked about it. Nobody had said anything about it. But uh, lo and behold, uh, uh, one of my coworkers, um, Frank, sends me this text message with a link to YouTube and I click on it and I immediately start giggling like a little fucking girl like like I was so fucking excited um, and this of course is off the fi uh, the fifth book um, which I am in the process of actually reading right now uh, nemesis games and uh, this so far has been my favorite book out of the series so far and um these motherfuckers are not thin right and so i was like holy shit dude and so i'm happy because i read probably a little bit more than um two-fifths of the book and some of these scenes that i'm looking at in the trailer i recognize from the book so that makes me pretty happy uh that you know they're following some of the core the core stuff and that just makes me get all fucking giggly because this this one is pretty cool because we're going to be able to see some of Amos's backstory finally um there was a novella called the churn and um if we take a look hang on a second if we take a look I thought I had this already in here but it looks like I didn't uh, let's do this expanse um the cool thing is, um, whenever you have something from like Amazon or whatnot, um, a lot of times they will have. Let's see, there it is. Boom. I uh, thought I knew I had it. I just didn't put it in here yet. Bingo. Um, they will put the um, kind of the episode breakdown here, so you can see episode two called churn and that I, I got super excited when i saw that too because again like i said they're going to be taking quite a bit uh from the book and um you know they're going to be giving us a little bit of amos's background he's going to be sitting in baltimore they're going to do uh so as far as the tv show the question here is how does a tv show do the book justice it is fucking amazing because here's what's really cool um the TV show does some of its own stuff, right? So it will create amalgamations of certain characters. So, for example, um, Drummer's character, uh, she do uh, doesn't really show up uh, in, in the books until this fifth book. But they did an amalgamation between several characters that were in the book, like Bull, um, I guess a little bit of Sam and some of these other characters kind of all pressed together 
uh, and they and they press it into the drummer character. So it's kind of cool because the main story arcs are there, but the book is kind of like the director's commentary. So like you watch the show and the show is really fucking great. Then you go read the book and you're like, oh my god, it's it's kind of crazy. And then the the shows kind of deviate a little bit from the books in certain points, and you're kind of like, wow, I wish you guys would have followed what you did in the book because that would have been some more continuity between characters that we saw inside of episode one that seemed like they were going to be uh, more involved. For example, there's an Earther cop in the first season, and you're like, wow, they spent a lot of time with this Earther cop, and you don't see anything else from him again in the TV series, but in the book, he's actually prevalent in uh, a couple other story arcs. So it's actually, they don't, they don't um, bastardize it in any way. In fact, the writers of the, um, the writers of the book are actually part of the writers group for the, um, uh, for the TV series. So it works out really well, uh, cause their, their version of it, um, their version of the uh, stories gets kind of embellished and built upon really cleanly in the um, the TV series. So that that's great. That's great. Um, yes, Drummer is one of my favorite characters, and it's actually really interesting because um, there's characters that are in the tv series that were very very much modified and made better than their book counterparts and then there's stuff that are in the book that gives more realism to the situation for example bobby uh when she's putting on her armor you know her her marine armor in the book they explain it takes her almost three hours to put that on because she has to put it on and she has to test it and she has to calibrate things. It's like a fighter pilot going on a plane, right? They just always jump in a plane. There's a bunch of checks that they do. So the books add a whole nother layer of reality that the TV series obviously doesn't have time to go into. So the TV series is kind of like the abbreviated version of it, but it does the book it pays the book honor like 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 nothing i've ever seen before so that's why i was such a huge fan and even when you're reading a book even though it's the same story you get so much more you get the you're inside the character's head you're like oh that's why miller was acting like that okay i get that so and then it's actually there's quite a few times where i was reading a book i got choked up more so and the funny thing is if you watch the tv series and you read the book i find that the characters in my head look like the characters from the TV series. If you read the books first and you've never watched the TV, then obviously you have your own mindset of how these characters are going to look. But the funny thing is all of the, the beautiful Amos moments translate from the books directly to the shows and they don't miss out on it. So that's, that's fucking awesome. Um, let's see here. Um, Let's see, like Harry Potter, the book's got a lot more characters that weren't in the movies. Yeah, see, but, you know, the other problem with something like Harry Potter, for example, you're trying to take a book that's like this fucking big and put it into an hour and a half runtime, the two hour runtime. You just, you have to cut, cut, cut. When you are dealing with the TV series that might be nine or ten uh, episodes long, so you have nine to ten hours 
to work with the content, you have a lot more uh, chances to get shit right. That's why I love, like, as a writer, I only hope and dream that my books don't make it to the movies. I don't really care for my shit to go to the movies. I would much rather, as an author, have my shit go to Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon because it will give the 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 visual storytellers there more time to flesh things out right so that's that's the thing um it's halloween time right so we're in october so there's more scary things that are uh coming out and um i came across a show i had never heard about before i guess it's on cbs which is why i hadn't heard about it because i don't watch regular tv but it's called evil and the premise is pretty interesting. So we got Luke Cage, the guy that plays Luke Cage. And I'm going to have to go off of people's names that I know them from because I don't do enough research to say who the fucking actors are. We know who they are but from their characters. So Luke Cage, he is a priest in training. Uh, he wants to get um, people that aren't religious as part of his team. So he's got a Muslim cat who is his tech guy who looks to see if there's a technical or a legitimate reason why people are freaking out over things. And then he brings in a psychologist, a forensic uh, psychologist, to help uh, vet if you know somebody is actually experiencing a true possession or whatnot. And then we've got a guy um, who was in uh, Person of Interest. He was also in Lost. He played Ben in Lost. Uh, one of my favorite actors, actually, he's he's very fun. Like he, he kind of plays a similar character in most of the roles that he did. Like in Person of Interest, he was uh, uh, line. No, I can't remember his name. He uh, was a guy that built the computer that was able to uh, see different things. Right. So it's on Netflix, um, just like Yakta said. That's how I came across it. Uh, and they were supposed to have a season two, but of course the Rona came along and fucked that up, but they will be having a season two. So that will be interesting to see when that comes off. Cause me and a wife have been watching the season one and we've actually enjoyed it. Um, we're not quite done with it. We, I think we have like two more episodes left and, um, we're digging it. It's a, it's a fun show, you know, since it was on, uh, Linus. Yes. Linus. That was the name. Um, since it's on uh, CBS, obviously you don't get the profanity, you don't get the language, you don't get everything. But they do, they do push the line a little bit, which is kind of interesting to see that network TV is actually pushing some of their storytelling a little bit. So anyway, uh, the other things, hang on. The other things is, Kinnett, um, <laughs> boom, asking you shall receive. Yesterday on Netflix, The Haunting of Bly Manor popped off. And the interesting thing about The Haunting of Bly Manor is this is part of uh, Netflix anthology. So they've got a little bit of an anthology series going on where it says here, um, The Haunting is an American television anthology series created by Mike, uh, Mike Flanagan, produced by Amblin Television, Paramount Television for Netflix. So the first series, which was The Haunting of Hill House, was really good was surprisingly good. We were like, wow. Me and a wife were like, what the, what the, what the? Like, we had, we really enjoyed it. And, you know, this one, the uh, Bly Manor, is based off of a novella, which makes me very happy. 
uh, a novella from 1898 called The Turn of the Screw, uh, which was written by Henry James, right? And um, they decided that they were going to take this and uh, rock it out. So Bly Manor just popped off yesterday. There are nine episodes in this one. Uh, as opposed to The Haunting of Hill House, which had 10 episodes. Um, so we've got nine episodes on this one. And um, that's definitely on my list to check out because uh, I'm actually pretty interested in that. Uh, one other show that was a movie, we just watched this the other day and I had to watch it just because, um, you know, there's an author... Um, who's done Hellraiser and a bunch of other things. Uh, Clyde Barker, I think is his name. Clyde Barker. Uh, anyways, Book of Blood. And um, let's see if I can make that a little bit bigger so we can see. I think it's Clyde Barker, right? Is that the name of the the uh, writer? I think it's Clyde Barker. Let's see. Yep, Clyde Barker. From the nightmares of Clyde Barker comes books of blood uh and what's funny is books of blood is kind of the name of the whole series uh but the very first one he put out was called book of blood and the core concept was there's a person uh where the dead would write the stories of their death on his flesh and this was a very interesting show uh was pretty graphic uh in some ways but it was it wasn't bad. It, it it didn't seem like it ran too long. It seemed like it was the appropriate length. It has some pretty interesting stories. It had some stuff in there that was like, wow, that's very interesting. And I'm not sure if they pulled directly from lore or if they just had him kind of uh, throw some stuff. Because I'm not familiar enough with the books to say that was from like book one and that story was from like book three. Or for all three stories uh, came from uh, the very first book. I do remember when I was younger, I started to read one of the Book of Bloods and um, they had like a pretty graphic homosexual scene in it that I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to read anymore. And so I stopped reading. Uh, now, as you know, a grown man, I could probably read it and kind of tough through it, but it was pretty graphic. I do remember reading it going, wow, so that's what this book's about. Book of Blood. Hmm, but blood. Okay, no thank you. But, um, you know, like I said, it's a whole series you know what i'm saying um ah, that literally gives a whole new meaning to the term facebook yeah it does doesn't it all right so the other one that kind of popped out of nowhere i wasn't expecting this to have a another um season just because of all of the controversy that surrounded it was american gods that was really fucking surprising to me there was a lot of uh uh controversy um with nancy the, the guy who plays the nancy uh getting booted from the show and he is an amazing fucking actor and his scenes that he did were like ooh, gives you goosebumps was so powerful uh, and, and the concept of race and everything that they pulled into the show was really nuts. And a trailer for season three was like, wow. And uh, so we, we get to see the uh, next part. Like I've read the book from Neil Gaiman. So I kind of know where they're pulling from on the next parts here. 
And um, it's kind of interesting because those feel like, in when you're reading the book, it kind of felt like that should have been its own book for that sequence. So it being the, the focal point for the third season makes a lot of sense. Um, and really, if they're following the whole format of the book, then really after this, there could only be a season four because they should get right near the end and kind of you know wrap everything up uh they could push it to five seasons but i don't know people were frankly surprised that this got a third season i'm thrilled but uh, a lot of people that i was reading was kind of like they're actually going to protest it because it's not going to have this the actor that did a nancy in it uh so unless they they pull a rabbit out hat and kiss and make up and get that guy back in the show uh there's a lot of people that probably aren't going to uh stick around for it but uh in any event i was pretty thrilled now as garen mentioned earlier oh one more thing i did want to bring up about the expanse that is kind of a bummer um just like the boys looks like amazon now is going to be doing with uh doing this format where they drop three initial episodes and then they're going to do one episode every week after that which i i'm not a big fan of i'm really not um and it kind of bums me out because that means we won't be able to get to the end of the expanse uh until february sometime and so that kind of irks me but uh Anyway, going on to the boys, as Garrett was pointing out earlier uh, in the episode here, um, all of the episodes, all eight episodes are available now. So now, finally, I can jump in and binge watch this bitch and uh, really enjoy myself. I'm telling you, telling you, man, I feel you, Kinnett. I feel you because I wanted to just sit, unplug everything, and binge that motherfucker. But I do think, because it is The Expanse, uh, it will allow people like me a chance to take each episode and actually do a deep dive and uh, do a review on it and stuff like that and actually do kind of, um, you know, uh, a focus group type thing where we can kind of discuss it and talk about it and be like, wow, you know, I didn't expect that shit to happen, you know? And I, I think... There are some people that are using that format now for these online communities to come together and hang out. And that's kind of like – it's almost like a entertainment debrief that people are doing. Um, I don't really understand why Amazon wants to do that. I think they're kind of copying like the the format uh, or the, uh, the mindset of like the Mandalorian. So when Disney Plus did Mandalorian, they, they did one episode every week, every week, every week. And it, Disney's going to do the same thing. So I don't know. It is what it is. But as far as the boys, like I am thrilled. I can finally, finally get to watch it, you know. And I really want to uh, uh, get in and, and check out the boys. So I'm excited about that. Um, also on hulu i think it's hulu hulu has been shocking it hulu has been putting out some really interesting content so hulu has uh, a series and that uh, horror anthology called monsterland and monsterland is a bunch of different short stories that are going to come together and you know maybe it will be connected maybe it won't i'm not familiar enough with it but this is definitely on my list this one came out i believe october 2nd 
uh, and I know that it's out right now. It's on my list, but wife's been working four days straight, so I have to wait for her to come home so we can watch these things. Uh, so that's that's kind of cool. I'm looking forward to this one. Another one that has been on my radar for a while, and I can't believe it's finally here now. Uh, come the 16th, I believe, of this month uh, is Hellstrom. And for folks who are old school Marvel heads like myself, that's cool because these, the, this is like old school Marvel. Um, this is kind of like the stuff that was around with Ghost Rider and a few, uh, Doctor Strange. Um, you know, I believe, uh, Hellstrom was one of the, um, defenders back in the day i could be wrong i can't I, I i tend to remember that he was i remember early on when i was a kid reading going wow he's got a fucking pentagram on his chest what's up with that you know and uh it's kind of interesting you know so this is cool this is cool um because what's neat about this is marvel pulled all of the um all of the shows from all of the different streams, right? So they, they killed all of the Netflix stuff. So, you know, the Jessica Jones, the Punisher, the Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Iron Fist, that really pissed me off because Iron Fist finally started to get good uh, that last fucking season. I'm like, man, it finally got its stride and you guys killed it. But um, what makes it interesting is the fact that Hellstrom, um, you know, Hellstrom is one that, Marvel said, fuck it. We're going to go ahead and let it go uh, instead of trying to pull it or whatever else. And there's uh, uh, some of my notes here says, um, Hellstrom is a new entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, MCU. Series will have a 10-episode 10, 10 season on Hulu. Uh, the now Disney-owned streaming service. Oh, wait. Is Disney owning Hulu now? <gasps> That would probably explain it. I did not know that Hulu was actually owned by Disney. Well, fuck me. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, um, while Hellstrom is an MCU property, the trailer gives you a glimpse of a more horror-type show that doesn't appear to be in the same style as anything else in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? And so, you know, basically, I'll give you the abbreviated version here. Um, Hellstrom is based on a Marvel comic book character, Damon Hellstrom, son of Satan. He and his sister, Anna, are given powers, but try to cling to their more human side. Characters first appeared in the Ghost Rider comic books. So that's that's the basics there. Um, and in any event, regardless, I am excited about this. I really am. Uh, especially since, you know, it's got a darker feel to it. Uh, it's got... You know, kind of like uh, this would be the same vein as um, DC's uh, Constantine, right? Supernatural in nature. Uh, so we're going to have some demons. We're going to have some other stuff. And I could see this actually lending into Doctor Strange environment. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, let's see here. Now, one thing that kind of sucks is, um, you know, Stranger Things, right? This about this time is usually when we get to see uh, either Stranger Things pop off or they were first talking about possibly Christmas time of this year. But uh, it looks like I'm guessing it will probably be Christmas next year. But 
one thing for folks that were sitting there hemming and hawing and going, no, not Hopper. Hopper can't be dead. Well, the trailers have given us all that we need to see that Hopper is indeed alive, which is out fucking standing. Because I was like, oh my God, you guys can't kill fucking Hopper. Can't do it. I just can't, I can't, I can't abide by that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there it is. So that's going to end the TV segment. Let's get into the video games. Let's talk about some fucking, let's talk about some fucking video games. So obviously I am super duper thrilled about Cyberpunk 2077. I think a vast majority of the people that I know are actually pretty excited about this. Uh, you know, I did some looking and some digging. I saw that there are some really, really, really expansive uh, characters uh, optimization shit you could do. Uh, the graphics look really good. Now, obviously, you're going to have to have a machine that's beefy enough to handle this. Um, a lot of my friends and peers can do that, uh, but not necessarily everybody's going to. I do think this will be one that I will be streaming. I will be having a, a good time with. Um, and probably showing a lot of this on the uh, Robert R. Rick side, right? Let's see here. Uh, Medica says, Walt Disney Company has agreed to acquire Comcast's one-third stake in Hulu and take full control of the streaming service, company said on Tuesday, May 14th. Yeah, I didn't even know that, dude. That's scary that Disney just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, right? The Another, show, uh, another game that is popping off uh this month actually at the end of this month is watchdog legion this is another game i've been kind of uh watching and waiting um and it has a lot it's it's got a lot of hype around it it's got a lot of hype around it uh it looks to be an interesting game definitely one i want to check out the fact that you could basically play pretty much as anybody in the game uh is intriguing to me so we will see if Legion lives up to the hype or not. All right, so Borderlands 3, they got the, the new expansion, Bloody Harvest. Uh, it's not new. It's basically a rehash of what um, they put out last year. Uh, but the cool thing is um, it's a lot easier, less grindy, um, easier for you to be able to get your uh, cosmetics and stuff like that and the two cosmetics that I really liked uh, out of the Halloween one last year was the Beastmaster Frankenstein and also Zane with the uh, werewolf head I thought those were fucking sick and I did grind those uh, last year so you know that's kind of fun there um, so those are the the biggie bigs on that Let's see here. Um, earlier this week, I think maybe a couple of days ago, I started um, I started doing an experiment uh, with the rusted blade. So you guys might have saw on this channel, I've got the free audiobook. I did a full audio production of it, and I did some uh, text-to-speech stuff that turned out. Um, okay for the very first dash on it that was over on the robert r rick side um i thought it was pretty good for what it was my wife came home and i played it for her and her quote dead quote was that sounds like shit 
and it, it wrecked me because I had spent a couple hours working on it, and I was like, "Fuck!" So I kind of went back to the uh, went back to the drawing board, um, tweaked a few things, you know, did things a little bit different, and actually found a creepy kid's voice that sounds like it could be a young woman or whatever that worked a whole lot better, and I was very proud of it. So the very first part of that's up on this channel. Just go look at the previous post before this one, and uh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, Medicus, I also have the first two Watch Dog games, and I've yet to play them as well. I think I played the first game all of maybe 35 minutes, uh, but I did enjoy that. So, you know, but um, <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, if you guys are interested, please go check out Rusty Blade. I'm not looking for any money or anything. This is a, a book that I do sell. Uh, for seven bucks, but I am doing the free audiobook version. The only thing I ask is if you guys dig it, if you like it, um, just share it. Just let motherfuckers know about it because that's going to uh, really, really help me out, right? All right, so let's. Uh, I, what I was debating, I was debating whether or not going down uh, the rabbit hole of the conspiracy stuff so before we go conspiracy let's go ahead and try some of this other stuff that i should have been doing while i was talking but uh, i'm going to try this asian cola let's see if this is going to be good or if this is going to taste like shit so i got my fingers crossed i've had um japanese pepsi which uh was different tasting than normal pepsi it was actually pretty good so oh this this has a that fake cola gummy flavor to it uh smell to it Oh, wow. I don't like that. Okay, so it's not super sweet. It's actually pretty blunted. It tastes like a RC Cola that was left in the sun um, for like a month. And, um, ooh, it's bad when you have to chase a soda with a whiskey, you know? Mm -mm. Oh, God. That was, um, that. oh, that Coke. Oh, that was bad. I need to, um, you know what? Let's see if Pikachu can save the day. You know, the fact that Pika looks high as fuck here, I don't know if that's a positive thing or if that's a little disconcerting. You know, he's not supposed to look high. He's supposed to look happy and going, Pika, Pika. And this one, he looks he looks fucking high. like, uh, Or maybe dead or sleeping. He's bored. I don't know. Let's see. This is from um, Canro, and it's called Pure. And it looks like this is Japanese. So, oh, I do, I do like... I do like and appreciate the fact when they put their little resealers in them. So that way, you know, I could try one. You know, I can go, okay. Oh, look at that. It's the actual uh, cutout of Pikachu, right? Let's see. Ooh. Ooh, sour. Oh, my God. Ass fucking sour. Okay. Woo. Oh, my God. Mmm. Ah, damn, that's sour. Ooh, I do not respond well to sour. That's good, though. It's like, um, super duper 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 tart pineapple. Mmm. That is really good, but oh my god, that's sour. Ooh. Ooh, that's too sour. Okay. Alright, so, let's do this. Fuck it. Let's just go down the rabbit hole. I'm gonna go ahead, um, let's go display capture. Boom. 
And I kind of want to be able to see see your guys' chat. So what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go over here. So there's a, a, a thing called iPad Goat 2. And um, so I think what I could do is whoop, I'll go like this. Go like this. And then I'll do... Is it this way? Theater mode? Boom. There we go. So that way I can still see you guys' chat. And then I can make this a little bit bigger. Like that. Um, yeah, I might get a copyright flag, but I don't care. So I'm just going to kind of go through. So we got a concentration camp here. There's a goat. Uh, there's a mark of beast on the forehead. You know, diff little interesting things like I've gone through these th I've gone through this video pretty much ad nauseum uh, just because this had a really interesting feel to it and it felt kind of like you know your textbook Illuminati let's broadcast shit and tell you guys what the fuck we got planned and whatnot right so you know here we got a you know he kind of got hypnotizing us a little bit, you know, and then, you know, you got the title treatment comes in. I'm going to turn it down just a smidge like that. And, you know, here we've got, uh, obviously, we got the uh, money ring on the finger there. You got blood running down. Um, when I think of the uh, word lo-fi, I think of the wrestler, LOL. Yep. Uh, and so we see there's like a little puppeting going on here. This is Bush Jr., right? And so he's wearing the dunce hat. You can barely see the strings there. He's dancing around. Now, what's interesting is um, there's a couple of things I want to draw your attention to, okay? Um, I want you to look. This is something that not a lot of people are talking about. So... Obviously, you got a dick on the top there that's shooting. On the top left, you got some owl. That's owl is Illuminati symbolism. Uh, there's a shark. You know, shark's not really that big a deal. But uh, you got hangman that's going on. And then the word that's inside of the hangman game that they're playing is evolution. Um, on the left, there's a map with pins in it. So obviously, the one top pin there uh, over New York area was for like 9-11. Then the stuff that was over on that left-hand side is Oklahoma, Oklahoma City bombing. Um, then down, um, down there near Texas, uh, they've had a lot of different things. But one thing that I'm going to throw out that a lot of people haven't said is under Bush's Bush Jr.'s administration during his term, they lost a couple of nukes. And there was a lot of chatter that the nukes are off the coast of Texas as kind of a contingency plan to make sure that uh, Texas does not secede from the Union. They said, yeah, you know, you got your own power grid and everything else, but fuck, we'll nuke your ass. Uh, now, that's, that's imperative to understand in this uh, conversation here because, you know, when uh, the, the towers fell um was in september okay so you didn't have a whole lot of snowfall and everything else but you're seeing here throughout this entire presentation a lot of snow snow could also be reflected in a nuclear winter all right so keep that in mind 
So as we're going through here, he's sitting there and he's like, you know, fool me once, fool me twice, blah, blah, blah. Now, you know what? Let's back up a little bit because there was something I wanted to show you guys also. Let's back this up. I'm going to slow the speed down a little bit because some of the stuff you can only see when you uh, slow them down. So here he is. He's looking there. Now, if you look at this clock behind him, it's it's at midnight. Okay, so midnight's important for this presentation. So he's doing his shame on me. Look on the top here. You got evolution chart. Got fish, monkey, you know, Neanderthal, blah, 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 man with a gun. And then you've got the illuminated mind, right? And now you can see the clock really well there. It's like 12 or 12.01. Also on the, um, the chalkboard here, you got evolution again. Uh, it's very interesting that the hangman, he's not already hung yet, but you know, he's still missing his leg, but, uh, he already looks like he's fucking choking out and dead. Right. So keep going. Um, now when he was looking down earlier, the floor was set floor also is an Illuminati monarch program, um, piece, the, um, the black and white checkerboard, uh, significant of chess. And so that is, you find that a lot of times with the MK Ultra program as well as other mind control things. So there's a lot of mind control um, uh, imagery and pieces in here. So there's some more when we get back down here. Let's see if we can get a close up of that brain being split again. See down there at the bottom? Uh, look to the bottom right of him. So as he keeps going here. So he's going to start doing some um, spell casting here in a second, which is kind of interesting. Uh, you'll see it with his hands. So right there, he's kind of like, you know, dumb, dumb. That was the thing that they kept trying to there. She's kind of like Oprah. Uh, that's what it kind of reminded me of when I first saw her. Okay, there we go. Now, F equals minus F. So there are some people that were saying that that was going to be a calculation that goes to uh, 666. I don't really give a shit about that. That's not uh, that important to me. Uh, what is important, though, is the lightning bolt splitting the hemispheres of the brain. One of the things that you'll see happening with uh, MKUltra as well as Monarch Program indoctrination and uh, brainwashing is uh, methodologies to split the right and left hemisphere such as they would put goggles on uh, children and show different images so on the one side it would show peace and love and happiness and the other would show like brutal rape and torture and death and destruction uh, and when those images were were slammed together into a young mind the mind wasn't able to comprehend what it was seeing so it caused a division in the hemispheres of the brain so that the brain could make sense of what it was seeing you've got a dragon on the right side there um, and what's interesting is um, you know there's um, there's a concept so the dragon is a archetype for the devil um, there are some pieces of MK Ultra that talk about demon imprinting on brains so what you would do is you would um, brutalize a young child, um, cause them to fragment, dissociate, and everything else. And then there was some spell casting or some demonology that was utilized to put 
demons into the brain. Now, for this presentation, the demon concept is not uh, a biblical one. It's more of a artificial intelligence programming point of point of view. Imagine uh, the demon aspect of things as being a programming imprint that's being forced into a brain as opposed to a sentient being that is, you know, whispering evil shit to you. It's actually a uh, program, an imprint that's placed on the brain. Um, also on that right-hand side, you see cross-section of a heart. Heart is used a lot of time inside of um, human sacrifices and things of that nature. So that was also very interesting that it was there. And then you see floating hearts or it could be likes, could be anything of that nature signifying social media tying into the uh, entire spell that's being cast here. So now if you watch him closely, so his hands, so he's going to start doing these really weird things with his hands, right? So he's like, pay attention. Now that you see these hand symbols that are here, right? That's archetype right there. Now watch, watch his head spin all the way around, a la fucking exorcist. So here we go. We've got some spell casting and other stuff. Now head spins all the way around, continues all the way around, and then pay attention as he's saying Lottie Dottie. Now remember, he's a dunce. He's the dumb dumb, right? But he's the president. Now he goes and he finishes casting the spell. And as he does finish casting the spell, now he's Obama, right? He's the uh, more couth. Uh, articulate smart one but he's winking saying ha ha you guys see what happened right I'm here now her, her, her. and look at me strike a pose yay 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 right so now you've got a juxtaposition of the two opposite sides so again if you look at the brain that was split in half now we've got a person that's reading from a teleprompter there the lol right so lol could also be a 101 we see the 101 used in a lot of um, Illuminati messaging. If you go back and watch The Matrix, uh, Neo's door was 101. Uh, you see a lot of times when they're saying indoctrination, like you can take a class, right? You're taking, uh, you know, math 101. You know, it's like, that's like entry level into the indoctrination stuff, right? So now this is where things get really interesting. All right, so look behind the girl to the right. So you almost have an Alice in Wonderland um, depiction here okay so you've got a rabbit in the back you've got a stag on the left you've got some flowers you've got a little girl wearing a white dress signifying innocence with a flower in her hair um, she's got the same mark on her cheek the same as Obama had the same that Bush had uh, showing that there is significance there between them they were all indoctrinated into this program I've seen people take this and say that those 13 figures that are sitting behind her represent the 13, um, the 13 uh, uh, different um, countries. I don't believe that's what it is. I personally believe that these are alts. These are splits that were torn into her. You have barbed wire that's wrapped around her. A lot of times when you have uh, MK programs and you have things of that nature, when you start to um, dig in uh, to their subconscious, they have barriers. They have protective things that are placed around them to prevent you from getting to the actual programming stuff. If you look at the one in the back there, 
it has an X across the mouth, same as the one right in front of it. Um, I don't know if you guys can see my mouse here. So there's an X here, X here, don't talk. You have a circle around the eye. You have like an impact on the head signifying trauma. Um, you know, so these are all semi-cohesive uh, alts are, are different uh, dissociative IDs. Are, um, and so you have one that's, you know, this one could be almost like, you can almost see different types of emotions. Like some are sitting, you know, slouch. Some are sitting leisurely. Some are sitting there on their knees, hugging their knees. Some are, you know, the different positioning of the bodies. And this one in the back here, the heads are combined. So, you know, those could be shared. Again, you've got the pattern on the floor. You've got a ring around her. Okay, so a lot of times you'll put protective rings around things to stop uh, um, things from getting in, protective circles, but you also have a ring that you can put around things to bind them, to prevent them uh, from doing anything. Okay, so as we continue to watch her, uh, she's holding an apple. So, you know, apple kind of represents original sin, you know, it was the forbidden knowledge, the forbidden fruit. So, I was watching her reaction, the light starts to dim, starts to get dark, right? The music was shifting a little bit, she looks more pensive and sad, so she's looking down. Again, everything around starts to get kind of placed in darkness, and then she, her brows furrow, she looks mad, and then you're going to watch the apple get released, okay? I can actually let it speed back up through this part. Apple falls, hits the ring right there. You can see that it came in contact with the ring. It's rolling across the floor. And then, boom, it's going to land and touch uh, Obama's foot. And again, we see the LOL. Okay, boom, hits the foot. And then the apple is going to split. I'll go ahead and go a little bit faster here and it creates a, um, a lotus flower now this is interesting um, there's another there's another youtuber uh, I have to get his name he did a presentation on this where he was talking about uh, the Apple and the 12 and everything else is significant because he believes that they're um, kind of talking about when they're going to set off um, a nuclear uh, explosion during New Year's Eve, right? When the apple drops. So here we see Obama getting really nervous. Now, when this was zooming out right here, originally I thought this was almost going to look like it was going to spell Oz, right? Because uh, Wizard of Oz is something that is used in indoctrination. But I see that I was wrong because when we get out here, it's actually Psalm 23. Uh, and, you know, Psalm 23 is basically the, um, the prayer, um, you know, yea, though I walk through the valley of death, you know, all that fun stuff. So, like, uh, Lord is my shepherd, I shall not uh, be in want. He restores my soul. He guides me in path of righteousness for his name's sake. Um, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. Okay, so that's a uh, an interesting piece 
to be put in this presentation because um, and again we see a lot of snow right so you know this reminded me the very first time I saw it I was thinking nuclear winter and so we pull out and there we see um, the flag is torn uh, we see that one we see one star there on the top right um, is showing so that could be some kind of an event some kind of a catastrophe that underfalls that that tears our country in half and then off in the right there we see the Twin Towers now this one I do want to slow down because uh, obviously either the people that did this were conspiracy minded or they watched the actual fall of the tower but um, if so if you watch the lights so the lights are on lights flicker off lights come on again so there's explosions see those squids uh, right down through here um, a lot of the conspiracy documentaries that happened show that those were proof that uh, detonating explosives were used because those hit as the buildings were falling as the building was free falling so you'll see boom as it goes down again boom the next level next level down below that boom 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 right so that's that's obviously the Twin Towers that shows that that was the thing that started everything and then we see this man here committing suicide jumping into the icy water and then we start to see this mysterious figure coming in um, with like an Anubis head on uh, this boat, kind of like the River Styx kind of reference. Um, so it's coming and then we see, you know, Osama bin Laden. The music had started changing. So it was interesting here. Let me pause it really good. On the chest of Osama bin Laden, we see the CIA emblem. Uh, it was well known that uh, Osama bin Laden was a CIA asset, um, and it's kind of interesting. Uh, he's got black wings uh, behind him, um, and then of course a blood red moon. That's also very significant. So we got a blood red crescent moon back there. Then we see oil. Oil seems to always be kind of center in a lot of these types of uh, land grabs. It's a resource highly coveted and then here this is interesting we see a six-pointed star uh, coming up under the Statue of Liberty Statue of Liberty is always historically a reference of the beacon of hope and uh, freedom in America and so as we see the six-pointed star rising up we see that the Statue of Liberty begins to crumble the clouds above kill off the light and then we instantly go to this baby in this egg type thing with a serpent wrapping around it we've got this all-seeing eye of the Illuminati staring and watching the uh, the manipulation of the, the fetus on the inside here we have this Christ type figure that can look like his Christ but then we see some stuff that is not uh, necessarily um, Christ-like, so we've got a third eye chakra. We've got, um, I believe it's seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So we've got nine uh, beams of light that's coming down. Yep, the uh, crescent moon, moon is a Muslim symbol, but again, the important part on that was the blood moon. So the blood moons are important because those are always uh, kind of part of prophecy, right? So here we've got this 
fear. I call this fear. And I think this is relevant for what's going on right now. We're hearing all of this negativity, all of this fear, and it's adversely affecting people. You see people just losing their shit. And so there we see uh, medications, obviously anti-anxiety pills, a uh, little blue pill could be for like Viagra or whatever, because we can't even do the natural things of sex anymore. We need to have uh, things help us in that regards. And then there's something, uh, the color and everything is just being sucked out of this person, right? Uh, the clothing is kind of interesting um, in that it looks like, you know, the trim around the, the dress there, uh, it has kind of a an old feel to it that seems symbolic as well, but I can't quite put my finger on it. And so here we got that. And what's interesting about this one is you see all of the little details, the eyebrows and everything. Those are all pieces of from money, right? There's some text that's under the eyes. I can't quite make those things out. There's gold, right? And then, of course, on the bottom of the chin is the uh, pyramid. So, you know, this has an influence of money. And, you know, they say money is the root of all evil. Uh, so, again, it almost looks like a gin, too. That's the other thing that kind of took away our, like, Mr. Clean, right? With the one earring. Um, and so we see a stock market crashing anytime we see um, the reds. Then it talks about war. So here we see, um, you know, the bombers coming in. But these bombers almost look like um, the Illuminati uh, uh, levels, right? Like when you're doing your squaring and stuff. Uh, that's what it struck me at when I was looking at that. I was like, okay, that's interesting. And there was three, I think there were three bombers. Yep, so you got three bombers uh, again. That's that number three is referenced quite a bit, and then we see again. This looks like a war with Islam. There's another crescent. There's a bunch of these birds flying up. I didn't bother counting them, but I'm sure there's some kind of numeric reference there. Uh, Moth to the fire. Here's that figure again that originally had dropped. There's uh, some stuff in the background here. It looks like nuclear war, right? Some kind of a nuclear explosion. Music is also taking a more dire sound to it. Now, it's funny because people have said that this was a cockroach. I don't believe that's a cockroach. That's a beetle. And I believe it's a significant type of a beetle. I haven't found it yet. But if you notice on the back, it's got a triangle. Um, and, you know, this is a dead kid right here. He's brutalized. And so, again, going back to the... Uh, monarch program and indoctrination and things of that nature um, kids are brutalized and if they become agents or they become uh, assets or slaves uh, then it works right if they don't then they're used as um, they're harvested right they're brutalized and raped and tortured and everything and then killed and there's things that are extracted from their bodies um, from like uh, what is that um, Adrenochrome or whatever. I'm drinking so much I can't even remember what that shit's called. But it's basically like Limitless and a bunch of other shit. The movies that they talk about is for the fucking rich people to, to stay young and everything. And, you know, they get off on fucking torturing these kids and whatnot. So this was interesting. Um, I can't tell if that's like a red cross, upside down cross on a chest here. We've got um, skull and crossbones. So skull and crossbones, skull and bones. That's a Illuminati organization. We've got um, a woman here. Uh, she's got red eyes and everything uh, sunken in. Uh, there's a 
AK uh, that's been really brutalized. You can see all the marks and everything on it. And she's pregnant. And there is a ribbon uh, wrapped around her stomach. Okay. So when I looked at this, it was like, okay, so yeah, she's... And it, it, that also looks a lot like a child to me. Um, and it looks like, you know, put into, um, yeah, scarab. Yeah, I agree. That that could be a scarab. could be an uh, Egyptian reference there, scarab beetle, um, a dung beetle, things of that nature. Uh, so there's markings on her arms. I can't quite tell what those are. Those almost have kind of a hieroglyphic kind of feel to them as well. She's kind of got uh, marks on her face. Could be like um, tribal paint. Uh, she's got beads around her neck. Um, she's young, she's pregnant, and then he pulls this, you know, that twitch right there. So, um, people that have been indoctrinated to the MK program via shock therapy and stuff like that will twitch sometimes involuntarily, uh, when certain stimulation happens that kind of triggers, uh, you'll see them shake because the muscle memory of the electric shock therapy, uh, causes them to twitch, uh, involuntarily. And so, you know, he's pulling on the ribbon and now watch the eyes. The eyes are turning off now. So that could also signify because she's pregnant, um, you know, she was a slave before. Uh, they're going to take the baby and do horrible things to it. Sometimes they'll have birthers. Um, they'll do things to the baby inside the womb to torment the child. And then they'll take it and they'll use a woman over and over and over uh, until she can't handle anymore. And then they'll kill her. Um, so here again we have a lotus that's flowing down this thing and now there's a man here who's got some communist uh, hammer and sickle but he, he doesn't necessarily look uh, Russian. He kind of looks hillbilly because they went and they actually gave him a, a busted tooth. He looks shocked. He's got um, Juanita, Juanita on one side and Lucy Love. So you got, again, these multiple hearts that we're seeing throughout this presentation. Um, Juanita and uh, Lucy and the hearts. And, and we're seeing that through communism, uh, it will drown out the normal man. And so he's like, holy shit, he sees what's happening and he's drowning, basically. So here we've got um, protester coming here trying to do like a Tiananmen Square type thing stop the uh, tanks from moving and uh, so again there's different types of um, symbolic references here so we've got a tiger uh, on her back here he the the skeleton here has a diamond ring on the left hand um, that would be a wedding ring placement and he grabs her she turns around defiantly you know, rage in her eyes. She's anti-nuclear weapons. You can see that on her face. She's again, there's a heart. The heart is significant through a lot of this presentation. So she's waving the, the flag of trying to bring peace, no nuclear proliferation or whatever. And then what would stop somebody from, um, and there's some phallic symbols on either side here flanking this uh, death figure. Uh, this death figure has a top hat top hat is definitely a sign of the Illuminati. They use that in their magics. And so, you know, think about, you know, nothing up my sleeve, look at my magic hat, a rabbit, nothing but a rabbit out of the hat. Uh, that's all indoctrination. You got a little daisy 
a little flower on the top hat there. It's already missing uh, some petals, you know, loves me, loves me not, loves me, loves me not type thing. Uh, we have fireworks going on in the background. Boom, blows it off. So again, this is where that other YouTuber, uh, I believe he is correct in his assumption that this is broadcasting something, right? So, you know, right in New Year's, everybody's, you know, uh, watching the fireworks, everybody's all like, oh, optimistic and hopeful. This year, I think probably more than any other year, I think New Year is going to have a super significance because this year sucks so bad. I think so many people are just going to be looking forward to a, a whole new fucking year because this one has just been really traumatic. And then watch the girl's reaction. She's like, fuck. She's like, well, there's no need, right? Now, why would she look like that unless the thing she was fighting against comes to pass, right? So here again, we have this Christ-like figure. And, um, you know, hair is kind of reddish, reddish brown. I was almost laughed at one point and said, are they trying to say Jesus is a ginger? Because, you know, gingers have no souls, right? <laughs> and I kind of laughed at that. And I was like, okay, whatever. So again, now here's fear. Fear now is kind of working hard, working hard. You're a fucking worthless. You're a piece of shit. And look at this poor thing. It's just just the serpent coming out of the head and but then figure shows boom baptism by fire again there's that so remember earlier the uh, the things that we saw that was egg-shaped there was like a baby inside of it we don't see it in this one but that was the target of the uh, you know tic-tac firebird breath right so again, now we've got electricity coming. Now, as he passes this area, everything begins to crumble. Boom, boom, boom. And then again, here's this dancing figure. Uh, no, sorry, other one. So this one is Kali. Kali is a symbol of uh, uh, change, physical change, spiritual change. Uh, people will will... There's been some people that have said that the all the things jumping into the boat here are followers. Uh, but Kali, Kali is a misinterpreted figure. A lot of times people look at her and say she is a symbol of death. But no, she's a symbol of profound change, um, kind of a rebirth, a, a stripping away of what you were and what you are going to become. Uh, sometimes that is a bloody uh, process. And so all of these fishes are jumping in. I'm not sure. They kind of reminded me of Piranha. Um, now this one tripped me out really, really crazy here. So we've got the divine hand shining a light down on this phallic tower. Okay, so we've got the penis tower here. Uh, there's a tip of a cross on it. We've got white stuff that has come out of it. Use your imagination. Again, there's the heart. Okay, heart is flashing very garishly. We've got this old woman. Her nose is broken. Uh, she's still got the makeup and stuff on. The She's got, like, what the hell? She's kind of sneering. The light hits her. She tries to run from it, right? She's got her cane. Look at all those marks on the wall. So those could be either number of days, number of customers. Who knows, right? So, you know, she's jumping back. She's going away. Again, marks everywhere. On everything, there's marks. Then she's there now. 
notice the panties so panties has blood on it right and I thought okay that's interesting um, you know for a woman this age obviously would have passed menopause you wouldn't be having any kind of a menstrual cycle um, but what's interesting is watch the blood so the lights hitting her boom blood's gone fades away and she's captivated by this light this light has her pinned down right then it fades out to white now what's interesting about that that could be the whore of Babylon right that's one interpretation of it it could also be that remember we started with an apple right so in the Garden of Eden um, Eve was tricked by the devil to you know get the apple and as punishment for that she was going to be one of the things that she was going to um, uh, have to endure as punishment was um, the pain of um, menstruation and stuff like that there was some some talk that that was part of the curse to woman uh, was in in uh, retribution of you know fucking around with the fid forbidden fruit so that could also be that woman is forgiven I'm not sure it's kind of interesting though right and so again Christ figures coming through that area that was destroyed as it comes out we have this dancing figure Kali we have business here uh, this could be the banking system could be any number of things but uh, we're about to see the old gray world of business and commerce obliterated we saw the stock market crashing earlier so that could be the demise of the banking now without money this thing doesn't have the influence or power anymore it slithers away leaving the thing that it had been attached to so this this figure here seems like it's content now in peace so we have this orchestration again now the kid that was dead earlier comes back to life there's a moon up there the moon kind of reminded me uh, a little bit of um, a skull and when I was looking at that reflection it kind of still had a, a skull like reflection to it so we're seeing some profound changes happening here what was dead is brought back to life now we have this dancing figure that had jumped into the water earlier now the hands right there are plain as it's doing this quasi tribal dance and it's got this kind of Polaris North Star on its chest or some kind of guiding star. Uh, we've got an Indian feather on its head, face mask. You see masks used in a lot of rituals. I mean shit, we're all wearing masks now, right? So as it's dancing around here, watch the hands. Boom, the hands shift, right? Now you've got these gloves on. They almost look bear-like. And then they fade away. Now he does some more moves. Now he has almost a quasi-plague mask on. But he also is flying. So now he's got quasi-wings with that cape. That all disappears again. He finishes his, his movements. And then the light starts to shine down. So the spells cast. This is very. Um, that was almost the shape of a vagina, with a clitoris on top. These are the labias on either side. The Christ is. This Christ figure is being born. 
coming through the birthing channel. We have more of the lotus flowers. His eyes open. He's conscious now. He's aware of what's going on around him. In the background, we see a church symbol falling. That could be the demise of the old church and then a new church rises. Uh, or maybe he is responsible for the church destruction. Now, there was a fire a little while back on one of the churches and people looked at this and said, wow, it's the same type of building, same tower fell. That's when a lot of people really started to look at this as, you know, kind of maybe hidden messages of some sort. Again, you got a triangle on his forehead that's straight Illuminati shit. Uh, so that's why I really am suspect about a lot of this presentation. But the, the other disconcerting part, above and beyond all of the nuclear and all the other shit that we saw earlier, is what's about to happen as we see. They, they spend a lot of time with this destruction piece here, with this building being completely obliterated. Now, we have the sun, we see uh, meteors and comets, probably just meteors raining down. You can see the solar wind or the rays coming off of the sun. You've got three, again, three, the number three. So you've got three pyramids. One of them just got blown. It's got its ass whacked. So now you've got two. So then we had three, and now we have two. 23 or 32. Those are both numerically significant to the Illuminati. Yep, the one in France, Notre Dame, yep. Uh, another thing I'm just noticing right now, if you look at this cloud structure that's back here, uh, that's almost like a scorpion tail right there. Uh, one of the thing about Revelations is they will have like these flying scorpion type creatures that will be stinging man and uh, tormenting, tormenting them. And so again, we're just watching meteors raining down. I'm reminded of, uh, you know, I think this holiday season coming out, they got a movie called Greenland where uh, the concept there is uh, something breaks apart and starts raining down hell on the earth. Okay, so that's that's a done deal right there. That was a presentation I wanted to show you. Now I want to discuss it. So boom, let's come back over here. So why why even discuss this piece? Why even talk about this? Well, when Trump was diagnosed with the Rona and he uh, was on the boat and the echoes and in, in, in wherever he was making those videos. Uh, obviously, he wasn't where he was supposed to be. Now, there are multiple factions of the Illuminati. Most people think there's just one Illuminati. That's not the case. Um, a, a good way to illustrate this point is the triad. Okay, so everybody knows the triad. That's a Chinese uh, organization, right? What's a triad? It's three. It's a triangle. So it's it's another uh, form of the Illuminati, but it's the Asian variant of the Illuminati. It started off with um, monks that were fighting, and then it evolved after they took out criminal enterprises. They picked up the void where the criminal empires left off, and uh, they became the de facto power source uh, for China. Uh, you see very similar things in the... Um, uh, the Templars, right? Knights Templar. Uh, they were holy warriors, holy crusade group, and then uh, they later on became bloodline with uh, Illuminati, uh, Rothschild Illuminati specifically. Then you've got, um, I got to be really careful 
about how I pronounce this next uh, faction because it's it's not necessarily like the Rothschilds, but um, um, there's a bank over here called Zion's Bank. So take that first word and just add ist to the end of it. That's another faction. I believe that faction, the Zion Bank faction, um, read the code there, is uh, who Trump is associated with. Hillary, Obama, Bush, Jr., Bush Sr., Clinton, blah, 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 they were all hitched to the Rothschild Illuminati, which goes back to the bloodline of England and Europe. They have been fighting for a while now, but I'm hypothesizing here. I don't have evidence to substantiate this, but what if something really epic is about to happen to which they said, fuck, we kind of have to squash beef here. We need to talk. We need to meet. And so, you know, he had to up and fake all of this shit and go see them and talk with them and everything else uh, to kind of square shit away, right? So maybe there is an alliance now between the Zion Bank and um, the Rothschild Bank. Let's just say those two, the, the Z Bank and the R Bank now are kind of in cahoots. Um, because the thing I keep trying to explain to people that, that I don't understand why this is such a hard concept for people to believe um, is the fact that we don't really have a, a real choice in things. Like you could kind of say you're picking a lesser of two evils, blah, blah, blah. But this is WrestleMania at its best. This is, you know, full up. Do you like Hulk Hogan or do you like the Iron Sheik, right? Or do you like Hulk Hogan or Roddy Roddy Piper? Or, you know, it's a cult of personality. People are picking the the the, the people they like um, and basing everything on that. So they like, oh, we don't like this person because he's a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. He's talking about grabbing girls by the pussy and whatever. And it's just funny to me. It's just funny to me that they will do that. Like the fly on um, Pence's head is a perfect example. So because they don't like Trump, and they don't like Pence via proxy because, you know, they don't like Trump. You know, Pence is part of Trump. He's attached to Trump. I don't like him. Oh, look, a fly in his head that symbolizes the devil, blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. Um, you, you weren't saying that when it was on Obama or when it was on Hillary, you know. But the other group, the other guys, the guys that are like, no, you guys are, that's stupid. These are the same motherfuckers that were saying it about Hillary and Obama. You know, people love to put themselves into a box they like to say i'm part of this okay now it's not anybody's fault that's just because of the way human beings have been indoctrinated and and that that splitting in the uh the mk ultra stuff that has gone mainstream now so in the old days you would use lsd and you use all these other things to do what you need to do you could look around right now um, chicken bag, a good old drink. Yeah, I've been sipping on uh, um, Jameson. I've been literally slowly but drinking. I am not trying to get get drunk, because then people are going to say the stuff I'm talking about is because I'm drunk. But that's not what I'm talking about. Because I'm talking about it because it's fucking true. But um, you know, when you look at when you look at folks like Trump, you look at folks like Biden. 
you know, people are going to say, well, I like this guy more than this guy, right? Uh, a little bit better, blah, blah, blah. But the reality is neither one of those guys cares about us. They really don't. They don't understand what it is to be us. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, Irish whiskey. Totally. Uh, let's see here. Little notice was made of Joint Chiefs of Staff also sidelined at the same time with a positive test result. The board is set. The pieces are moving. Yes, indeed. That's why, that's why I'm, I'm kind of going out on a limb here and going a little deeper down the rabbit hole than I normally would. Just because uh, it definitely does feel like the stuff is starting to happen. So I would not be surprised if there is some kind of an event that happens on New Year's in New York. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see something that happens in uh, Texas as well. Because there is a there are a couple of nukes that are still missing. There's a couple of them. And I've said for a long time that I thought they were off the coast of Texas. Um, kind of as a threat to make sure uh, Texas did what they were supposed to do. Because, you know, there was a point in time where Texas was talking about, uh, um, you know, sliding off and doing its own fucking thing. Which is really kind of irrelevant because uh, America is not really what most people think America is. America uh, stopped being the... Um, true america in a very short time period i forget what year it was done that america became a fucking corporation um pretty much owned by by europe by england um so it's funny when you hear trump talking about make america great again initially i thought he was trying to bankrupt this corporation so it could be dissolved so that we could go back to uh, America being America, not the United States of America, all caps, because in legal term, all caps is what's important, right? Um, let's see here. Uh, I don't think about it. <laughs> um, why well, just made my day? Uh, anyway, yes, yes. Uh, deep dives are are very interesting especially as i've been delving and doing lots and lots and lots and lots of research into the monarch program uh and mk ultra and some other stuff like that it's kind of interesting there's a reason i put that book out rusted blade when you read through it well listen to it because now there's an audiobook for it uh and it's a short it's a short little book it's a novella uh, i'm always a big fan of novellas a lot of great stories were novella clockwork orange uh, was a novella um, that won the um, the 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 haunting of uh, Bly Manor. That's based on a novella. You know, I believe uh, Frankenstein. I think I might be wrong on Frankenstein. Double check for me, but I think Frankenstein also was a novella. Um, but there, you know, in my research of the MK stuff, the Monarch program, which also ties in with the Illuminati uh, bloodlines and a lot of the ritualistic torture and things that they do uh, with children. You know, the more I look at shit, um, oh, dude, you're the mother, dude, you're the motherfucker. I got to toast you for, for just for saying that. Uh, you have Rusted Blade and Three Simple Rules. I just have to 
Fuck yeah, you new motherfucker. Um, so, knowing that you got all these dark, evil fuckers out there like Epstein and, you know, all this other stuff that, you know, that's why we know he didn't commit suicide. He was fucking silenced. Um, it's interesting because you, uh, you delve into this shit and you find out these bloodlines and the evil date back to pre-Sumerian times. I mean, this, if you want a rabbit hole to go down, you really want to fuck around and get to some scary shit, go research the cult of B-A-A-L, right? Go research that one. Uh, and see all the bloodlines and everything that sit there and, you know, line up to suck that dick. And uh, you'll go, what the fuck, right? Uh, let's see here. Paula, uh, loved your dinner vid. Got a couple of good keywords from it for tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, what Paula is alluding to is um, I have a show that I do every Sunday called the real-time story time and I let people come onto the show uh, traditionally and they would submit keywords or phrases and then I would spend five or ten minutes getting those keywords and phrases and then I'd have a couple minutes to kind of figure out a story and uh, the next few that we're gonna do are gonna be uh, Halloween inspired okay so there's going to be something halloweeny about these uh next uh three to four uh leading up to halloween okay um so that's one thing if you go to youtube.com slash robert r ricks you'll see the uh the real-time story time stuff there and then we use this system called stream talking um maybe i'll turn this off to make it easier Let's see, turn this guy off. Yeah, streamtalking.com. You just go to streamtalking.com, create a free account, and then you can put your keywords and your phrases right inside of there. It's the very first uh, stream that you'll go into. When you go to streamtalking.com, uh, you'll see Robert R. Ricks. You'll see my Angry Jackalope stuff, and then you'll also see the real-time story time. So what you'll do is you'll just go in, create a free account, pick a cool uh, avatar or icon for yourself, make sure you set a nickname for yourself, and then you just go into the streamer that you're interested in. Like we've got Nutjob with a machete on there. We've got um, uh, Wingman115 on there. Uh, I'm on there, obviously. Uh, so you just go into mine, go into the um, uh, real-time story time. You'll see the keyword thing that you can just put your keyword or your phrase in there. You submit it, and you're part of the show. So that's really easy-peasy stuff. Again, that's at streamtalking.com. So you guys will go check that out. And uh, that's that's what these images you're looking at right here. You know, these were stories that were done in the past. So last week we did Deep Choice. Before that was Bag of Screams. Uh, then we did uh, CV Head Games, uh, Dark Exploration. And then way before that we did Scars to Test. So, you know, that's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Um, and it's a good way for me to kind of practice telling stories. You know, I got to use those keywords you guys give me. Sometimes you guys give me some really crazy shit. And uh, so Paula seems pretty fired up. Uh, she liked that dinner vid we did the other night. Um, I think we're going to probably do more of that type of stuff. 
Uh, I'm just trying to get uh, an area lined up that's a little bit more realistic and uh, in, in, uh, the way I can get close on the food and all that fun stuff. Um, the other thing too, I wanted to make sure I reminded you guys again. It was at, was it this one? Yep. So on the 29th of this month, I will uh, be hanging out with the guys at Tops on their podcast. So the Tops Daily Grind. Also speaking about Tops, um, they have given me the green light. They are doing a Jackalope Crew are a angry jackalope variant of the Inforex Punisher. I'll have a couple of them made so you guys can see it. And then uh, you guys will be able to uh, check it out. Um, you know, it's funny that you uh, mentioned that, uh, Kinnett. Um Harry's situation was the very first uh, novella that was done from real-time story time. And so that's the other fun thing. If you guys are part of the show, every so often I pick one of those episodes and I do turn it into a novella and I put everybody's name that put the keywords and all the other fun stuff. So you guys might end up being inside of a book. Uh, so definitely, you know, and it, especially if you guys, you know, if you think it through and you actually come up with something that you think could spark a really fun story, that's going to lend itself a lot better to exploding penises or, you know, acidic jizz lord you know what i mean it's fun to watch me struggle with those types of words but i think it's more interesting when uh we come up with a um a synergistic concept where you guys are like okay let's do one about this let's do one about this and here's the keyword and blah 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 then it's like yes then we make kind of a really fun uh cohesive story so anyway that's it if you guys liked uh co the conspiracy stuff uh, I could do other deep dives into um, different things. Uh, maybe what I'll do is I'll go up into the um, stream talking site. I'll make a new question that is what are conspiracy topics you would be interested in uh, deep diving on? And then when I go and I look at that, it will give me a good idea on uh, what are some of the things you guys are kind of interested in me researching and looking at. You know what I'm saying? Um, music, uh, ninjas. I love ninjas too. And the funny thing about ninjas is uh, there's some magical shit with the martial magic and some of the uh, fingers, uh, some of the, you know, things that they do. You know, that's it's 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 kind of funny. There's mysticism and stuff inside of martial uh, martial arts, so martial magic, right? So anyway, that's gonna be it for this show. Uh, I do fucking so appreciate you guys hanging out with me. This was a long one. Um, let's see. Was there anything else I was going to try? I did. I was going to try this other one right here because the Pikachu one was interesting. This one is because of one and done type thing. So I will just uh, put some of these in. Let's see what's up. Um, oh, it is Pop Rocks. Oh, it is Pop Rocks. You hear that shit? Mmm, these are good. Okay. These are Asian Pop Rocks. That's what these are. Fuck yeah, grape flavored. That was a win. That's out fucking standing. Okay. As I chase it with whiskey. This could be a bad thing. I don't know if you should do that. I know if you drink like soda with them, 
like, but anyway, I don't want to create any more um, channels. I'm just going to put it on this one because, you know, fuck it. Who cares? I've talked conspiracy in the past, so I'm not scared to do it again. I just want to know what you guys are interested in. But, uh, so yeah, that's going to be it. All right, guys, that's it for now. If you like it, like it, please subscribe. Tell your friends far and wide. Until next time, motherfuckers, please be good to yourself. Good to each other. Go out and live life to the fullest. Ride the bus and wheels fall off. Have some adventures. Get some scars. Find some love and all that jazz. And I'll see you motherfuckers, hopefully, tomorrow. If I don't see you tomorrow, I'll see you next time. Yeah, maybe a show. Yeah, I could probably do a, de uh, a separate show. You know, Conspiracy Wednesdays or some shit. I don't know. We'll see. All right, guys. Later.